welcome back to Seeking Rents, the podcast. I'm your host, Jason Garcia. I am the publisher of Seeking Rents. That's a newsletter where we explore the ways big businesses and other special interests influence public policy in Florida. Uh, We're coming to you just after day 51 of the Florida legislature's uh, 60-day legislative session. Um, You know, honestly, it was a it was a relatively slow day. Um, It it definitely feels like a lot of stuff right now is still hanging on House Bill One. That's the uh, the ban on the 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 bill potentially banning kids from social media that's been sent to the governor and is is waiting on a on a resolution on whether or not the governor is going to sign or veto that bill. He's got to decide by um, by tomorrow. so that's not to say nothing nothing significant happened yesterday it's just things are are moving slowly and a lot of the a lot of the the really more controversial stuff um is 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 being he- is is being held back right now um you know budget negotiations continue to you, one one thing that's kind of interesting is you you learn a lot of uh, of little details in this process if you, you sort of pay attention to what's being funded like you know, for instance, they agreed that they're going to spend two and a half million dollars privatizing the entrance and exit staff, entrance and exit staff at uh, at Florida prisons. Um, you know, the the they also agreed to give the Department of Revenue a bit of money to pay to spend on litigation. They're involved in some big litigation with a, a major short line railroad owner over the property tax assessments for railroads, and this is like got huge financial implications for the state. So this is like really important litigation. Um, they even uh, agreed to, to renovate, uh, pay for renovations for the Florida Channel, which is, uh, for my money, the most valuable resource in all of state government. So uh, so kudos to them for agreeing on it. Um, but, you know, y- you'll know, uh, but things are starting to move when when issues that are important to like the governor and the and leadership really start to move. So I'll just I'll just give you one example. Ron DeSantis had asked in his budget for nearly fifty million dollars for um, what what he calls the his the Civic Seal of Excellence program, and this is a this is a program that um, pays three thousand dollars stipends to Florida teachers who go through a civics training program that was um, developed by or with the help from Hillsdale College, a conservative Christian college in Michigan that has been hugely influential in the uh, DeSantis administration's education uh policy agenda um and also this curriculum developed in part two for the heritage foundation a far-right think tank in washington so this has gotten a lot of criticism that this is um this is uh this is the actual indoctrination happening right here um and so 45 million dollars would would allow um desantis to give uh to pay a whole bunch more teachers to go through this program right now that money is sort of sitting unfunded in in the legislature's budget, the house the house has budgeted uh, about fifteen million for this program. The Senate um, has only put in five so far, and that's even they've like only grudgingly gone up to that. You know that seems like one of those issues you'll see start to to move and get resolved as soon as you know House Bill One and some of the bigger picture deals of session session. Um, you know, finally start to come together. So those are the those those are the kind of like tea leaves you look for in a in in the budget process to see if uh, if if the plane really has begun the descent to the to land. Um, you know, this is also a uh, a time of uh, last minute sort of shenanigans, and so we saw one example of that yesterday. There, uh, there's a bill um, that was up on the floor of the Florida Senate, um, Senate Bill fourteen twenty, and um, 
you know, this this is just like sort of a relatively innocuous package of changes related to the state's uh, Department of Commerce. But on the floor of the Senate, um, a Republican Senator Blazing Golia, a, a home builder from from Spring Hill, uh, filed a, a last minute amendment um, that essentially uh, prohibits um, citizen led changes to county charters. Those are like local constitutions for Florida counties um, that would uh, that would have the effect of blocking like land use changes like, um, the, you know, no charter amendments that would block like annexations or comp plan amendments and stuff. And it turns out this was motivated out of Orange County in Orlando, where this is where I am. Uh, where there is a, a citizen-led charter review commission that has been developing a proposal to establish a, a rural boundary in the county, which is essentially what that would mean is anything that falls in this rural area would have like much more significant development restrictions. You couldn't develop it near uh, as densely. And and the idea is both to, to protect rural areas from, you know, from suburban sprawl, but also to like encourage more denser infill development in urban areas. Um, the, the development community in Orlando has flipped out about this, uh, and, and lo and behold, this amendment surfaces that essentially would prevent this uh, rural boundary charter amendment from ever taking effect if it even if it even gets that far. Um, and this th- this amendment shows up on the, shows up on the Senate floor, uh, got one question, and then no debate whatsoever, and passed thirty eight to one. It's sort of wild. Um, Orange County has five senators and four of them, uh, Linda Stewart and uh, Victor Torres, who are Democrats, Jason Broder and Dennis Baxley, who are Republicans, all voted for it. The only no vote against this was um, Geraldine Thompson, a Democrat from Orlando. Um, and so this bill, this bill now heads over to the House uh, and it's in it's in position where it could, it could be out of the legislature by the end of the week. So you could go this this provision that shows up on uh, on Tuesday could be law by Friday, just about so. This is the sort of thing that you're you're constantly uh, keeping an eye out for um, in these closing days um, when there's you know little time for any sort of adequate scrutiny of new stuff that pops up. But you know um, you know mostly we we've, we've been looking backwards at days, and I know this was uh, this is mostly an update from day 51, but it's probably worth looking ahead to uh, to today. The both chambers are going to go into session a little later on day 52. And this is a really big day um, in the legislature because a bunch of uh, controversial and major bills are getting sort of teed up for, um, you know, position to where they could pass in the closing days of session. So just like on the House floor, for instance, they're, they're taking up on what is known as special order. That's when you consider amendments to bills. It's like kind of the second to last step before you pass them. They're taking up uh, House Bill 433, which we've talked about before. That's the one that would dissolve local living wage laws, would prevent cities and counties across the state from requiring employers provide benefits. It would also kill off any efforts to establish workplace heat protections locally. Uh, that is on the House floor today. So is the, uh, House Bill 7073. That's the House tax package that is um, just badly lopsided in favor of businesses. So basically all the big tax breaks are for businesses in this, and they've, they've even cut tax breaks for consumers way back this year. There's also House Bill 1290, uh, 1291. That's the, the sort of the third expansion of the Stop Woke Act, which which aims to sort of now, now take these like limitations on talking about things like racism and sexism and how you address them. It aims to impose those restrictions on on discussing that stuff in in teacher preparation programs, the courses teachers take when they're what students take when they're training to become teachers themselves. There's also House Bill 1503. This is dealing with uh, citizens, the state-run property insurer. 
this one is uh this one's a big deal it's not getting any getting nearly enough attention although the tampa bay times just wrote a great story about it this is going to uh dramatically drive up insurance rates for a number of uh snowbirds and second homeowners in florida it will essentially make it impossible for for a second homeowner to get coverage from citizens if they get a private offer no matter how much more expensive or how much worse the private coverage is it would also allow what are known as surplus lines insurers and these are these are essentially unregulated insurers their rates are not regulated by the state to to take people take uh, policies out of citizens that cover second homes um, regardless of whether the the homeowner wants to go with this uh, this um, surplus lines insurers so this is this is going to definitely drive up rates for an awful lot of folks. And you, you've actually had several lawmakers kind of note this as uh, these bills have moved through committees. Um, so that's up on the, the House floor today. Um, and also House Bill 1645. I think we've mentioned this before. It's gotten some attention. This is a sweeping energy bill that essentially deregulates uh, and and sort of helps encourage the expansion of a natural gas infrastructure while, while erasing... Um, supports for renewable energies and any even references to uh to um just deleting references to climate change in state law even includes now a a a ban on offshore wind energy production which is just really sort of surreal because you keep hearing from folks there's none of this happening none of it is close to happening and, and even supporters will say it's not really practical in florida anyway if all that's true why do you need to ban it this is um this is a really you know, significant bill. Meanwhile, over on the Senate, they on their special order calendar, and again, special order is where you do um, is the second to last step. This is where you do your last minute amendments for the most part. They've got Senate Bill Seven Thirty Eight, which um, I'm not sure if we've talked about before, um, but this would uh, this would uh, gut a longstanding environmental protection law. We're going to come back to that in just a sec. Um, they've also got Senate Bill 1084, and this is the bill I know we've discussed that would ban the sale of lab-grown meat in Florida. But it would also it would also wipe out uh, local communities' ability to do any kind of uh, regulations or incentivizing of electric vehicle charging stations. Um, so th- there is a lot of big stuff on the floor today, and this is going to dictate you know sort of how things are set up for the the closing days. And and the thing about you know, I've, I've mentioned special order a couple of times. That 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 again. That's where you do amendments on the floor for the most part. Um, the, this is where some of the most important votes of session will happen. And so I'm just going to give you two examples. Um, first, in the Senate, I mentioned uh, Senate Bill 738. That's the the bill dealing with that environmental protection law I mentioned. So we we actually wrote about this. Um, over the weekend in the newsletter, but th- this involves a, a, a law known as the state's Water Quality Assurance Act, and it basically imposes an incredibly, incredibly strict liability on corporate polluters. Basically, if if you're a company that uh, pollutes the groundwater or, or rivers, surface waters like rivers, lakes, and streams, you can be sued for all damages related to, to that it, for all damages caused by that pollution. It doesn't matter if you were negligent or you were irresponsible or if you you did everything right and it was a it was a true accident. If if you let pollution into the environment and it hurts people or things, you can be held accountable for that. And the and the reason you impose what this is called strict liability, um, the reason you do that is because this stuff is so dangerous. I mean, we're talking about companies that like control chemicals that can cause cancer clusters or or destroy entire ecosystems you know you want them to have the maximum financial incentive possible to be as careful as possible with that stuff um 
But this bill, Senate Bill 738, includes a provision that would dramatically weaken that law. It would essentially, you know, without getting too far into the weeds, um, it would it would limit the the kinds of damages that uh, an industrial polluter could be forced to pay if if they pollute uh, the environment. Um, you know, and this is the state's biggest big big. I'm sorry, the state's biggest business lobbying groups, Florida Chamber of Commerce and Associated Industries of Florida, have been pushing hard on this. Um, one of the companies that seems like most likely to benefit is Mosaic. This is the uh, the giant phosphate miner and fertilizer manufacturer that, um, you know, it, it strip mines uh, phosphate rock out of the ground in kind of west central Florida and then uh, turns it all into fertilizer at chemical factories near Tampa um, and produces a couple of... Uh, of toxic byproducts as part of that process. And Mosaic has been uh, sued under this law in the past. Um, in fact, one of the seminal seminal moments in this, uh, seminal court rulings in this in this law involve, uh, from the Florida Supreme Court involved Mosaic. And the, the Florida Supreme Court ruled that this law uh, allowed commercial fishermen who, who whose fisheries that they relied on were damaged by Mosaic pollution. It allowed them to sue Mosaic for damages. Under this bill, if it passes, it would they would not be allowed to sue Mosaic. Those fishermen would be out of luck. Um, and so, as I mentioned, this bill is on special order. And uh, uh, Jonathan Martin, a Republican senator from Southwest Florida, has filed an amendment to strip that particular provision from the bill. And so, you know, assuming assuming he goes through with that amendment and forces it, there will be a vote specifically on this on the floor of the Florida Senate today. And that's, you know, that could be very well the the only chance to stop that uh, that provision from passing if you uh, if you think it's the sort of thing that shouldn't pass. Um, and just one other example, over in the House, I mentioned that the House's tax package is up today. That's the um, House Bill 7073. And, and we've talked and written quite a bit about this again, about just sort of how how really sort of unfavorable this tax package is for consumers, that it, it steers basically all of its big savings to uh, to businesses rather than actual people, you know. So Democrats have lined up uh, a number of amendments at this uh, at this today. So, for instance, just to to throw a couple out there, there are there are going to be an attempt to establish sales tax breaks on children's books and sales tax breaks on reusable water bottles. These are the sorts of things that you know presumably would actually directly benefit uh, consumers. You know, There's also going to be an amendment to um, a, a, an issue that I think is really important, combined reporting. It would basically, what that means, we've talked about this before, but it means closing corporate tax loopholes. Right now, businesses are able to, to corporations specifically, the largest corporations, are able to dodge Florida taxes through a bunch of accounting shenanigans. It's like um, setting up a subsidiary and then paying yourself, inventing expenses uh, to pay yourself for. And uh, Florida's current tax system allows them to do that and solely to dodge taxes. Combined reporting would solve that issue. Now, um, in this case, these are all Democratic amendments. Seems pretty safe to say they're all going to get rejected. Um, these these are not important showdowns in the sense of, you know, like in the Senate where we, there's, a, there's a real showdown on whether or not the policy is going to pass. These are probably more important in terms of Looking at the priorities of of you know who you're cutting taxes for and 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 who you're really helping, so all of that stuff is going to happen today. It's um it's going to be a busy day in Tallahassee. Um, we will uh, you know I even forgot to mention as I as I'm looking through my list. Also up today are um 
you know, the also up today on the House floor is the 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 homeless camping, uh, the criminalizing of homeless people that we've talked about. That's the bill that would essentially forbid cities and counties from from uh, allowing homeless people to sleep on public property unless they round them up and put them into camps uh, that have to meet a bunch of tests that are sure seem pretty hard to meet. Um, doesn't provide any funding for it. And uh, and it, the bill very clearly does not say and sponsors have been uh, committed to avoiding answering the question of what happens if a homeless person refuses to go into one of these uh, internment camps. Right. Um, it seems like uh, the, the goal here is to to force uh, force cities and counties to, to end up throwing these people in jail. Um, anyway, that's on the House floor today. Also on special order, there's going to be a bunch of amendments on there, too. Um, so uh, it will be a really interesting day in Tallahassee, I guess, is the uh, is the short form of that. It all starts uh, about a half hour from now, I think. So anyway, we will uh, we will be back tomorrow um, and uh, we'll have an update on all this stuff and uh, other developments as uh, as, uh, you know, the final deals of sessions start to come together. Um, OK, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, if you haven't. Uh, if you haven't already, please sign up for a subscription. SeekingRentsFL.com is the easiest place to find us. The subscriptions are free. There's um, None of our stories or podcasts are ever going to be behind a paywall. But if you can afford it, please think about uh, paying for a voluntary paid subscription. Those, those uh, voluntary paid subscriptions are really helpful. Okay, thanks again. Uh, and we'll talk very soon.